Hello, and welcome to another episode of Stories from the World. This is David Robert Farmerie. While listening to the radio, I heard the DJ talking about a song she had heard while watching an episode of some program where Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top was playing, and she started talking about a memory that that uh, kind of brought up or provoked for her back to when she was younger, was a teenager, how, you know, everybody was trying to find somebody to go to the liquor store and buy them a bottle of liquor because they were underage. And she was saying that she, they, her and her friends had found someone and they went in and they were going in to get them a bottle of wine. And when they came out, they had actually bought them a bottle of Thunderbird. And for those of you that are not of that age, uh, you, you won't understand Thunderbird, but Thunderbird wine was I don't know that it was really wine. I'm not really sure what it was. It tasted awful, and the alcohol content was really high. But anyhow, that got me thinking, and thinking back to how great it was to grow up during that period of time. And I think about how kids grow up now, and you know, now you know they have to worry about things like meth and and, and all of that. But and, and not to say that that didn't exist or the drugs didn't exist when I was younger. They did, but for the most part, it was wine and it was beer. And 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 I'm so glad that I went through that time. And and I don't want to say it was so much a rite of passage as it was just experiential. And those experiences have had a great impact on my life. They've added greatly to this soup that I call life. And without them, I would be void of so many amazing memories that I have. And also, it gives me an opportunity, like now, to reflect back onto those times and those experiences. And they bring me great joy. And, you know, having a bottle of Thunderbird or Boone's Farm or whatever it was at the time, it didn't turn me into an alcoholic. It didn't turn me into a drug addict. It didn't turn me into a miserable person. I still grew up to be, you know, a pretty decent human being. But by having those experiences and those memories and really and truly every memory I have around those times and those experiences are really good memories. And speaking of memories, recently I was talking with a friend of mine who had been at Woodstock as a photographer, and he's the first person I know that was actually there. And, you know, I, I had to ask, I said, you know, what was it like to be there? And it was kind of interesting, his response, because he said, you know, I wasn't there on assignment, and I was under the impression that he was. But he said, no, I wasn't there on assignment. He said, actually, my wife and I and, and, and my kids went to visit uh, a, a friend of theirs who lived in upstate New York. And while they were there, they just said, hey, you know, there's, there's great music being played down at this venue in Woodstock. Why don't we go down for the day and just listen to music? And he said, we went down, and then by the end of the day, when it was time to leave— said we couldn't get out of there. And so he just went and made photographs. But he talked a bit about the experience. In fact, one point he was talking about going up onto the hill, uh, you know, and there was a lake up there. And he said all these people were starting to get naked. And then he expounded upon that, of course. But anyhow, it was just great to hear from somebody who was there what it was like. But it is also in times like this that I am reminded quite blatantly of how blessed we all are to have memories to access to those things that we did in previous parts of our life. 
be it from you know our childhood or our teenage years, our adult years, or whatever it may be, is to have these memories to look back on, to reflect back on, and in many cases, to bring us joy all over again. And as I've said many times before, how very grateful I am for being able to do the work that I do to gain all of these amazing experiences and thereby creating so many amazing, amazing memories. But I am also reminded that for most of us, we get so caught up in the day-to-day of whatever it is that we don't take time to reflect back upon memories. And so I'm recording this part of the, the podcast episode more as a reminder to take time and reflect and remember and enjoy. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Stories from the World. The opening of this podcast episode was actually something that I recorded about 10 days ago, and at the time, it was simply just a passing thought that I wanted to get down. At the time, it really had nothing to do with anything else other than that passing thought. Now, I will admit that at the time I recorded it, part of the purpose was that I figured I would at some point use it in a podcast episode, but again, just as a simple side note. But alas, it was just the beginning of a much deeper train of thought. This week's episode is one of those of a more personal nature, a more personal story. I debated on whether to share this story or not, but in the end, and quite obviously, I decided to do it simply because I felt that there are probably others out there that would benefit from this exploration. I returned from my residency in Wilson, North Carolina about three weeks ago. In fact, tomorrow it will be three weeks to the day. This was the first time in many, many years that I returned to a house that was full of people. And for me, coming off the heels of an assignment, especially a great assignment like Wilson, that is really detrimental. For most of my career, I have lived alone quite intentionally. And the main reason for that is that when I come off of an assignment, I need time to be alone. I need time to reflect. I need time to process everything that I experienced and everything every story that I encountered. It is also the time that I use to recharge physically, emotionally, and spiritually. You see, when I'm working, when I am photographing and gathering stories, it's not just a mental exercise or a physical endeavor. It's more, it's much more than that. In order for me to get the stories and to tell the stories as fully as I can, I must give all of me. You've heard me talk in the past about vulnerability and allowing yourself or oneself to be vulnerable with another person because this creates a trust, a mutual trust, and it also creates an intimacy. But in doing this, one can get depleted. But that is the toll that one pays the toll keeper. As I know you were all well aware of, this podcast episode has been weeks, literally, in the creating. But I assure you that today, in fact, in this very moment, I am going to finish it. The house is once again empty. There was a period of about five days, I guess, a couple of weeks ago when the house emptied out temporarily. And this gave me time to begin the process of processing 
my time in Wilson, and it also gave me the opportunity to allow my physical body to begin resting and rejuvenating. And this is where this episode will take a slight turn. You see, in that time of personal chaos, as I referred to it, that was brought on by the influx of guests and the elimination of my alone time, something miraculous occurred. I was forced to stop. You've heard me talk about divine intervention in past episodes, and well, here it is again. I have needed to stop for a very, very long time, but never have. That is the addiction, I think, that comes with living one's passion. One never wants to stop. And it has been several years, in fact, probably even a decade or more, since I last stopped. 300 plus days a year, year after year after year, I have been on the go. Throughout my life, my grandmother, as well as my mother, would always tell me, David, stop and smell the roses. I am, I am, I would always respond, but I haven't. And to be honest, I don't know if I ever have in my entire life. In looking back over the past several years at least, I truly cannot recall a time when I did. I have been immersed in literally hundreds, if not thousands, of amazing rose bushes whose fragrance and beauty I recall only peripherally. These were the experiences that I bore witness to and the stories that I gathered as a result. I could tell you everything about every story in the minutest of detail, and I could even relay the emotions of those experiences, but... Because of this recent hindsight brought on by the reflection, I have come to realize that there were so many subtle experiences that I failed to experience. In short, I never stopped to smell and fully engage in the roses. So, just as it has happened so many times before, divine intervention stepped in and forced me to engage forced me to become aware of this neglect. This forced downtime also gave me pause to reflect and to rethink everything that I do and how I do it. This has been earth-shattering and truly life-changing for me. I have also taken this downtime to re-engage with life and, yes, to begin smelling the roses. And in this process, I have begun to realize just how much of life I have been missing. But again, as my mother would tell me time and time again, David, it is never too late to begin. On that note, I will tell you that changes are in the works. I will pause this podcast series for a few more weeks after this episode, and I will take this time to continue to put new platforms in place for telling stories. As you know, my goal is to be able to tell the stories, to give a voice to the voiceless as loudly and prolifically as I possibly can. As I'm sure you're aware of, over the past decade or more, the way people get their stories has been changing. Newspapers have all but disappeared, printed magazines are following the same path to extinction, and all outlets, regardless of old guard or new, the demographics rule the content that they present. Because of that, 
The stories must be slanted in order to fulfill the desires of their target audience. My goal now is to continue to create outlets for the unbiased stories to fulfill the desires of my target audience, which are those who want to know the entire story so that they can use their own intellect to decide for themselves what to think and what to feel. And I can assure you that this podcast series will remain at the core of this endeavor. And for all of you who continue to tune in, I am truly so very grateful for you. As a side note, if you have not subscribed to my monthly newsletter, this would be a good time to do so. It is through that that I will keep folks informed of the new developments. You can find a link uh, to my mailing list subscription form via either of my websites. If you go to davidfarmery.com, you will find a link along the column menu on the left of the page. Now, at this point, I only send out one newsletter per month. The only time this will be greater is if I have something vitally important to report that cannot wait until the following month. And I never, ever share any of my mailing list with anyone. That is on my word. One thing that I will let you know is that by mid-September, I will be launching my TikTok site. Now, I have been experimenting with and researching this platform for over a year to see if I could break through all of the clutter of TikTok and bring viewers something of substance. I now believe that I can, and my post on TikTok will be connected to my YouTube channel so that the stories can be viewed more in depth for those who want to know it in its entirety. Also, I have included in the show notes my Linktree URL. So if you click on that, it will take you to a hub with all of my social media URLs. Again, I thank all of you so very much, truly from the bottom of my heart, for your continued willingness to allow me to bring you these stories and for your continued patience during these growing pains. Until next time, this is David Robert Farmerie reminding you to stop and smell those roses. If you'd like to keep abreast of upcoming workshops, lectures, or new releases of my fine art prints, sign up for my mailing list at davidfarmerie.com. You have my sincere word that you will not be spammed, nor will I give or share your information with anyone. You have been listening to Stories from the World, Copyright 2021, David Robert Farmerie. All rights reserved.